This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. So yesterday we uh, we agreed, counting down from three to one, which team was going to benefit more from the rainout in Game Three of the World Series on Monday night, and we both said it's got to be the Phillies. And one of the reasons why was they were able to bring Ranger Suarez to start Game Three and move Aaron Nola up to start Game Four. And boy, did that play out last night, Woods with Ranger Suarez on the mound and now potentially coming back for a Game 7 yes, if sir. they needed it yeah. in Houston, whereas if I'm the Astros, I'm a, I'm a little hesitant about going back to Lance McCullers in a Game 7 after what happened, just like you know the Padres with Mike Clevenger. What do you do? The Astros are now, I think, in a much, much tougher situation than they, uh, than they clearly were even before the rainout. But now that they've lost Game 3... I, I think the Phillies are the favorites in this series now. 69% of the time, uh, the team that wins Game 3 goes on to win the World Series. Now, again, I think, you'd be, I think you'd be foolish as hell to count out the Astros. I really do. Because they are a complete team top to bottom. And I, I saw a lot of Astros fans, as Padre fans did throughout the season and in the postseason, questioning Dusty Baker's decision to leave Lance McCullers in. Look, there's got to it, it has to come to a point. It has to come to a point for a manager and I know it's hard to do and especially in the playoffs where you've seen some you know at least four or five run comebacks. Um it, the Astros themselves were a part of a 8-1 they were down 8-1 they came back and won that game. It's hard for a manager to go I'm going to go to the pen now in the third, you know, knowing hey, I, I got to get it back to Verlander, I got to get it back to uh Framber Valdez. I don't want to burn all of these guys. That being said, though, they're so deep in their bullpen. That's the one thing where I thought, man, because basically, Ben, the Phillies have, they've got, the guys they trust are Alvarado and Sir Anthony Dominguez. So for Rob Thompson last night, he had the proverbial, I'm sitting back with my feet up, and I'm putting in my lesser thans to come in and get the job done. And boy, did they ever, they, they continued to, to dominate a really good Astros lineup, it's a dream scenario for him. It was really tough for Dusty because when do you pull McCullers? When do you pull him? I mean, he gave up five home runs. I'd say that you left him in a, a skosh too long. Well, clearly, yeah, you probably should have gotten him out before he gave up the last two home runs. But look at it this way. Your team didn't score. So what's the difference between losing 4 nothing 
and seven. It's a great it's point. Still a loss, and in this sense, and don't burn. You don't you burn a bunch you of didn't guys. Burn your top relief arms. So, so it, strangely that, enough, it's it, a yeah, decent job. In, in that way, he was probably smart to, as you would say, he kind of punted on game three. It's hard. And it to ended admit up it. being the right decision. Now, one of the failings of the Astros is you got to find a way to, you know, put some runners on, score a couple runs, maybe at least get. You know, force Rob Thompson to use a couple more high leverage arms. You didn't. I mean, they didn't have to do anything in Bro, that game. It was such a and almost a free spot on the bingo board it, it, game it for really a World was. Series. Which it is, really you was. Don't, you shouldn't get any of those in the World Series. Man, you're staked to a seven nothing lead in the what? In the fifth? Fifth. Yeah. You are. You. It is. <laughs> that is. That's what they call in golf the A position. Man, you are just like. Ah, uh, nothing's going wrong for me tonight. And they really never even threatened. I mean, they had a couple of guys on, but even then, great. Guy hits a three-run bomb. We still have a four-run lead. So, again, uh, another really well-played game, uh, a well-managed game. I mean, again, the rainout helped them tremendously. But, you know, a rainout shouldn't hurt the Houston Astros at all. They are a 100% complete team, Ben, without really any holes. Without really any holes, they now, just didn't hit. And now the the Phillies have their their number one slash two going up against the number four, who's a very good number four for the Astros and Christian Javier tonight. Yeah, very good, but a chance to take a three one series lead, and just like in the NLCS, maybe then a chance to wrap it up at home without even going back to Houston for a game six. I mean, here we are again in that position where. You know, if you had told me, asked me at the beginning of the World Series, hey, does this get back to Houston? My answer would have been emphatically, yes, no question about it. Just like you, if you had asked me, will the Padres get back to Petco Park? Yes. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, a lot of credit, man, to the Phillies and the way they played at home and their fans. And I'll tell you what, man, you know what was a really interesting moment of the game? And it happened on the very first pitch. Altuve sticking his bat out, that little flare to right field, and Nick Castellanos, of all people, coming in, making a really nice sliding catch. The place went bananas. Of all people, of all he's people. done it like four times this postseason. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and the place went, and then the next guy swings at the first pitch, ground out, and you're in, you're in and out in five pitches or whatever in the first inning, and the Astros didn't even have a chance to get to get warm at all and didn't have a chance to take you out of it. It was great. Need a contestant for Take on Woods. Had a winner yesterday qualifying for our grand prize getaway to Vegas, spa treatments, VIP pod at the Sportsbook. But you got to take on Woods in our musical trivia challenge. Call now, 833-288-0973. Got no one on the line now. So if you call now, you can get in. 833-288-0973. We'll play here in just a couple of minutes. Wanted to bring up this uh, the free agent rankings I saw this morning and specifically uh, the the ranking of Jurickson profile. So this is Keith Law from the Athletic, uh, posting his top fifty free agents in Major League Baseball. And what stands out is that the first Padre on the list comes at number eleven, and he has Jurickson profile. Now Jurickson profile is technically, as far as I know, not a free agent yet. He has Correct. an opt out, and I have not heard any official word that he has opted out. Now. This says it's official. He Keith, opted Keith out. Keith Law just says he has declined his $8.33 million player option. Does he know something we don't and know? And will hit free agency. I don't know if he's assuming that or if he maybe he heard from an agent something that hasn't been announced by the team. They do like to not announce news during the World Series. That's so true. There are things that have happened that we might not be privy to at this point. I would say, though, that there's a very good chance that that Jerickson Profar is going to opt out, especially, well, especially if, yeah. if he thinks he can get the kind of money that Keith Law says he thinks he can get because 
Keith Law believes Jerickson Profar is a three to four year, fifteen to eighteen million dollar a year guy. That would be a huge raise. I was thinking you opt out because you might get a, a a small raise in another year or two. But Keith Law is saying that based on the value that Jerickson Profar provided to the Padres, that he's in line for double his salary, which I was not I was not anticipating for Jerickson Profar. He was three years twenty one. And now they're talking, you know, let's say three years at 15. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. that, uh, Like you said, I'm not – it's weird because I play the role of I don't want to be Colonel Budget, and I don't. It's not my money. That said, I also don't want to – in my opinion, I, don't, I think that's an overpay, even though I still think Jerickson can be better. Man, a, a 15 to $18 million corner outfielder, I, I need it. I need him to be a little more toolsy. Well, it's the discussion that sparked the uh, the phone call that we'll bring back yesterday. The value that Jerickson Profar provides, it, this, the pitches that he sees. We we paid a guy here one hundred and forty four million dollars for leadership. Honestly, because the the war at the end of the contract was negative. It was negative war. So I don't I don't think it's in the best interest of the San Diego Padres to keep paying guys. For leadership, when we already have really good leaders under contract, I'm, that's just kind of where I stand. And if I'm sorry, man, if you're paying him fifteen to eighteen a year for three to four years, in my opinion, that I think that's too much money. I love the guy. I love him. I'm 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 a vigorous defender of. Well, him. it's not too much money to pay a starting outfielder in Major League Baseball, a starting corner outfielder. That's not a outrageous price. I just want more power. If that's what I'm paying for my starting corner outfielder, I want him to be a 30 home run guy, right? Uh, can't, yeah. you, can't you buy for 15 to 18 million dollars a guy who's going to hit you 30 to 35 home runs in Major League Baseball if he has a healthy season? You're not going to get that from Jerickson Profar. You'll get a lot of good things. I'm not saying Jerickson doesn't have value. I just don't know that that it's double what he made this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely deserving of a raise. Like, you had a great year. You solidified a position that we just weren't sure about. You you had a lot of outfield assists. You worked some counts. But, man, I don't know that that's worth 15 to 18 a year. I, I just really don't. I Maybe I'm maybe we're way under – Keith Law's a smart guy, but I, maybe we're way underviewing Jerickson Profar. I just don't think so based on what I saw and what the numbers are. Well, we'll continue this uh, discussion later, and we'll, we'll bring back uh, Larry's take on – in a, different, situation. in a different yeah, way. In a different way. But right now, uh, I see some contestants on the line. Let's get to this morning's game of Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Right, we're down to two categories left on iWeek. I wonder if Woods is going to figure it out that every single song this week begins with the word I. Uh, we've had a couple of them already. We had a winner yesterday. We're going to see if David can add his name to the mix this morning. Hello, David. How are you? Good. How you guys doing? This we're morning? good. All right. It's uh, five questions of musical trivia. You go first. Then Woods comes back. If you beat or tie him, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing of a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, home of the Superbook, world's largest race and sports book. You'll get a VIP pod there and spa treatments for two at Serenity Spa, all at the Westgate. Uh, but it is up to you to beat Woods here today. Now, well, we're down to two categories left. Again, it's I Week, so they're all songs that begin with the word I, like me, I, 
And we've got I oldies and I ladies left. You have a preference between those two, David. Uh, let's go with I oldies. I oldies. All right. So we're going to go back in time a little bit with five more song titles that all begin with the word I. You'll have 60 seconds to get as many as you can. First one will be our two-second song. You need to give me both the title and the artist on that one uh, to score the point. Uh, if you don't know one, you can pass. We'll come back if there's time left on the clock. So I'm sure you know how this works, David. Let's put the 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Again, the category is I, oldies. And your time begins when Paul plays the music here. Good luck, David. Let's take on Woods. Earth the grapevine. By? Oh. Mm. Think about it. We'll come back. Which opening? Okay. Who was that? Tokyo Robinson? No, not, not quite. Which opening track from the album All Summer Long became the first number one hit for the Beach Boys in 1964? Catch. Smokey Robinson sings If You Feel Like Giving Me a Lifetime of Devotion in which 1968 Motown classic? I've got that notion. Not quite. Uh, John Lennon was trying very hard to be unserious when he wrote which song for the Magical Mystery Tour movie, Goo Goo Magical Mystery Tour? The police always win in which 1960s hit by the Bobby Fulton. Time is up. Ouch. That was an offer today by David on the category I Oldies. Let's uh, let's give you the answers, then we'll bring Woods in. You got the song. It's I Heard It Through the Grapevine, but it's Marvin Gaye. I Get Around by the Beach Boys. I Second That Emotion by Smokey Robinson. I Am the Walrus. Goo by the Beatles, and I Fought the Law was going to be the last one that we barely got to. Those are the answers. Let's bring Woods back in. All right, Woodsy. Reset our 60 seconds. Time is locked in. We'll start with our two-second song. Good luck, Woods. Let's take fun out there. Let's take on David. Heard it through the grapevine, uh, Marvin Gaye. Correct. Which opening track from the album All Summer Long became the first number one hit for the Beach Boys in 1964? Uh, pass. Smokey Robinson sings If You Feel Like Giving Me a Lifetime of Devotion, in which 1968 Motown... A second cl- that emotion. Correct. John Lennon was trying very hard to be unserious when he wrote which song for the Magical Mystery Tour movie, Goo Goo uh, I am the Walrus. Correct. The police always win in which 1960s hit by the Bobby Fuller Four that the Clash covered in I 19- fought the law. Correct. Which opening track from the album All Summer Long became the first number one hit for the Beach Boys in 1964? The first number one? Mm-hmm. Category? I heard it through the grapevine. Is it I again? Uh... I get around. Yes! Very good. Wow. wow. What about that? Logical cool. leap and a five-zip win today. Oh, five-zip. Yeah, oh, you had it fun. early, but I was impressed by your <laughs> deduction. And yes, once again, category was uh, I oldies this uh Another this I category. Yeah, you're starting to kind of figure out the theme <laughs> of the week.
this week. All right. But very good on the uh, the deduction of I Get Around. Thank you, God. That was tough. A lot, of Be- a lot of Beach Boys songs were number one. Yeah, so many. But the only one begins with the word I. So, so many. I believe. And you got them all today, Woodsy. Very good on that job. So uh, try again tomorrow. Uh, we'll, have another, uh, we'll have another category. Actually, tomorrow will be our real or fake day, our throwback day. But we'll come back on Friday with more Take on Woods. I love this song, man. man. Who doesn't? Come on. Do you ever think of those claymation raisins dancing around? Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> Unfortunately. I was just trying to get in the mode of Marvin, but then you had to bring up raisins. <laughs> Raisin fan? California raisins? Are yeah, I do like raisins. Polly raisins? Um, yeah. I love them. I mean, I don't like the little tiny box of sun-made raisins where they all stick together. You have to and dig just your get, finger in. You just get a big clump of sticky raisins. But I like a good tin of raisins. Like oatmeal raisin oh, cookies. Delicious. I like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, mind I don't ever my... find myself like going out and getting raisins. If somebody's got if, some, give me a handful. Yeah, there's of those. raisins nearby. <laughs> raisin, raisin no. bran crunch. Oh, is delicious. Some really good Absolutely cereal. fantastic. Raisins are unfairly mocked in this day and age. By the way, they really are. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go buy really, some raisins. They're basically rotten grapes. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> been eating a ton of grapes lately. Love grapes. They've been God. so good at Trader plump. Joe's. Yeah, plump and hard. Ah. Oh. Love them. I mean, raisins are supposed to be dried, but the ones that are still a little how about when you get the little good. the little stem in there? Something like <laughs> fantastic. Big raisin guy, huge raisin guy. I like a mix with cashews. One of the best snacks you'll ever have. Really good yeah, combo. Cashews and raisins are phenomenal. All right, raisin talk. Do you like raisins out? You guys there? like raisins out there? Because we do. We finally agree on something. We all love raisins. Are raisins fruit? <laughs> do they count as yes, fruit? Yes, they're fruit. Some what do you will think say, they are? Some will say basically they're candy. A meat? They're much. not a vegetable. <laughs> no, but... They're, Great, like they're a, gravy. They're it's like a, a candy. Gravy. They're not necessarily healthy. It's just the sugar left over from the grapes. I think they're fairly healthy. I think we we try to tell ourselves Damn that they're, they're healthy, I but right. I don't know that there's much you get out of a raisin other than the, the leftover sugar All from right. a grape. Fair enough. I like them. I do. All right, we'll come back with a don't do this. How much cocaine is a lot of cocaine? I don't really know the answer. I feel like I don't know the real measurements. I mean, there's like an like an eight ball there is. or a gram, a, a, a teener, uh, yeah, and, and I don't know. This one an is, ounce, is half ounce. I think larger than that. This story knocked me on my ass when I saw it yesterday. It's it's truly incredible. I remember this guy too. Remember this is, this yeah, guy. there's a sports connection as oh, well. Yeah. So we'll get to that uh, coming up next with Ben and Woods after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot, you moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. How much cocaine is a lot of cocaine? Well, Ben, I'm glad you asked that question. I'm glad you asked because we will have that story here for you in Don't Do This. I'm assuming you have a liner, liner to read about an Odyssey podcast or something. No, no I just right. I spontaneously wanted to tell you that we're almost halfway through the NFL season. Oh. How have your bets been doing? Great. The BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets on everything from the NFL and college football to basketball and the World Series. BetQL looks at every bet from every game and ranks them on a scale from one to five stars, with those five-star bets being your best chances to cash in. Losing money is no fun. Winning is. Get started today. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. So, no, I just wanted to say that. That wasn't the line or anything. Right. It's just in spontaneously from my heart, I wanted to tell you that. Well, you asked the question. Yeah. How much cocaine I know, is but Really, lot? like, if someone showed up at a party yeah. and they brought... A lot of cocaine. How much cocaine is a lot of cocaine? What would you What would you say? Like quarter ounce. A quarter ounce yeah. would be a lot to bring to a party, but dude. You're you okay? How many ounces? So there's there's 16 ounces in a pound. A pound. So that so a quarter ounce would be one sixty fourth of a pound. Yes, that's a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Yes. So you're saying half that, ounce? You're saying that. 22 tons of cocaine, because there's 2,000 pounds in a ton, so that would be 44,000 pounds. So that would 44,000 So that would be, what, 166,000 quarter ounces yeah. of cocaine. That would be, that would really be a lot, a lot of cocaine. Of, that's a lot of blood. You're going to be up for a while. <laughs> you are going to be up for a while. You're going to see many, many sunrises, and probably, actually, you're not going to make it. But uh, a former heavyweight boxer from Montenegro. By the name of Goran jo- uh, go- Gojic. So bad. 43 years old, arrested Sunday night trying to board a flight to Zurich from Miami International. He was indicted by a grand jury in New York. He didn't and- have that much on him. No, he on no. the flight. That like, would literally be impossible. On so they, he was charged. <laughs> Sir, how many bags will you be checking in? Uh, 7,000. Yeah. 7,000 bags. Whoa. All right. You know, that's like $30 a bag. Yeah, I know. Trust me. <laughs> Trust this me. I'm going to make it all back. These bags that I have, by the way, worth. One. Bad. We're talking like shipping a containers. A truck full. A truck tr- full, full. More, more than, more than, than one truck. Yeah, many trucks full. 
So, uh, <laughs> dude, Goran Gojic was a uh, boxer many, many years ago and uh, has gotten into the drug trafficking business, Ben. So, he was, again, picked off of a plane. He was trying to get on, and uh, he was indicted. They seized 22 tons of cocaine from three commercial cargo ships in 2019. Uh, he was the guy that was responsible for logistics, coordinating with crew members, Colombian traffickers, and European dock workers to benefit himself and his Balkan-based cartels. And uh, his attorney said, oh, yeah, these, these charges are a total surprise to him. He maintains his innocence. He had come to the U.S. for a boxing convention in Puerto Rico. So, uh, But a lot of the uh, people in his crew have flipped. They have all pled guilty to conspiracy charges. He is facing a very, very long time in prison. In fact, each count, okay, no, 30 years, uh, three counts of violating the Federal Maritime Drug Law Enforcement Act, and each count carries a mandatory minimum 10-year prison sentence term. So at a minimum, he's going to do 30 years if found guilty. That seems kind of light for 22 tons of you cocaine. Know, when you know, when you think about risk-reward, like if he gets away with it, that was worth $1 billion on the street. A billion dollars. God, I can do a stretch for a billion dollars. But that's a long stretch. He's probably going to die in prison. All right. Uh, when you're the uh, the team that seems to make don't do this every other day, you, something's going wrong. The Brooklyn Nets right now are that team that continue to... Make don't do this for various different reasons, whether it's uh, Kyrie Irving. Of course, yesterday they fired Steve Nash uh, as their head coach. Uh, By the way, it came minor don't do this to the Wall Street Journal that dropped a giant fluff Steve Nash piece uh, like hours before he was fired. Clearly not knowing he was going to be fired. But then the uh, the don't do this, a lot of people say, how can you make Ime Udoka, the suspended Boston Celtics head coach, your favorite and the guy everyone is expecting them to now hire as their new head coach just six games or what eight games into the season now where he was supposed to be sitting out this entire season for the Celtics Celtics seem willing to let him go they're in negotiations apparently between the Nets and and Udoka's agents and you wouldn't be surprising in the next day or so to, to find out that he is the new coach of the Brooklyn Nets so he was suspended by the Boston Celtics, Correct. not by the NBA. So if he gets a new job, as it looks like he is going to be the guy in He in can start Brooklyn, right away. Right away. He just can't coach for the Celtics this year. Wow. I'm I'm shocked by this. Team it's in their own shocking. division, yes. letting him go, probably gets rid of a, a bit of a headache on their end. Now, he got to the NBA Finals last year yeah. in his first year as a coach. I can see the appeal there for the, the Nets, a team that is purportedly built to win now, but although they don't do much winning now is the problem. Don't I, you have to ask why, you know, Joe Ty and and his organization would say, yeah, let's let's take a guy that's been suspended for a year for, you know, some pretty serious allegations. Um had the relationship with a female staffer, all of the women in the uh, front office there at the Boston Celtics organization, everyone was like, oh, is it her? Is it her? I mean, it was a rough, rough period. I mean, we played the audio of uh, of the general manager and the head coach, uh, or no, the president of basketball operations, Brad Stevens. He's like, a lot of people were dragged into this thing unfairly. This is completely unfair. 
Uh, but it's weird. It's a, I'm it's, sure the Nets will make him promise not to do not that. To do, don't do it again. Don't do that. Don't do this again when you're our coach yeah. and things will be okay. Yeah. I don't know that anyone can turn around the Brooklyn Nets at this point. Their issues go far beyond just coaching. It would take like a Disney movie miracle coach to figure out Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons at this point and make them work together as a cohesive unit. Now, that would be quite the movie script ending if Udoka comes in and coaches them to a title at this point. I wouldn't say Disney movie, though. Not that Maybe one. Maybe not. <laughs> a little rough setup. A little kind too of much. A rough, yeah. yeah, a rough setup for a Disney movie. And then finally, a uh, really cool story for Doo-Doo this. D-D mega Doo-Doo. Jamie Hoskins, the wife of uh, Philly's star first baseman who is just having a monster postseason, made sure fans at Citizens Bank Park were... All set up with beers. Got some Maggie Myers in her. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. So she uh, there's a, a picture of her at the concession stand, and she has what can only be described as a, a pallet of beers. A flat. A flat of beers. I count. Three, six, nine, twelve. More than a there's, dozen. There's 15 in this pallet, and I'm under the impression Big also. Cans. Yeah, giant tall cans of beer. I'm under the impression that this wasn't, she didn't buy just one little pallet. Of beers for fans. She was stoking Phillies fans out, buying them free beer. And again, I mean, Reese Hoskins makes a lot of dough. Still a really cool gesture by his wife uh, last night at a ball game, out amongst the people and buying everybody beers. Good karma as her husband went deep again for the sixth time this postseason. Same as Bryce Harper. What a moment. I wonder if either of them will get the uh, Phillies record. Jason Worth hit seven in 2009 in the postseason. That's the Phillies record. They're both one off of that with at least two more games to play and as many as four more games left in the World Series. Yep. And that's a don't and do do this for a Wednesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. And since it is Wednesday, Adam Jones is going to join us. We'll talk about the World Series, the potential uh, pitch tipping that was going on last night and whether uh, he thinks the Phillies can uh, take this home with two more wins and bring back the World Series title to Philadelphia. That is all coming up next on Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This hour on 97.3 The Fan brought to you by OnDeck Small Business Loans. When you own a small business, sometimes you need funds fast. So go to OnDeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. OnDeck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply for your loan today at OnDeck.com. OnDeck on this show, it's Wednesday. we got Adam Jones on deck. He will step to the plate right after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. California. What is a deputy, by the way? 
I was going to let it slide the first we, 800 times I heard it. Have we been saying it wrong? I thought but it was I, deputy. 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 But they all say deputy. Deputy. Sheriff's deputy. Yeah. I say deputy. 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 All right, let's go out to, uh, he's the sheriff. He's this, the sheriff. In this relationship. <laughs> Adam Jones is with us on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Now, uh, uh, are you in Philadelphia? Where are you uh, right now, AJ? I am still in Baltimore. But still yeah, in Baltimore, so which is near for, Philly, right? Yeah, I've been here for a while. Yeah, I've been here for a while. And I, America, I, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I need to get out. I'm going to Spain tonight. I got to go. Back to Bye-bye. Europe. Adios. Back Sifway. to Europe we go. We go. Yeah, I got to go. Why are I need you... some paella oh. and some patatas bravas. I need, I need, I need, oh, yeah. Patatas bravas. Why are you so... Fresh, an- fresh ingredients. Why are you so anti-being in the media? I saw you yesterday vehemently denying that you are now, in fact, a part of media. You're in the media. Well, I'm not. I'm, I mean, I, I speak to the media. No, no, I'm you're not, media. I'm, I'm you have a podcast. Do you have a podcast? That's not media. Do you I'm have a just, regular... I'm just over there jibber-jabbing. Do you I'm have a regular hit on a radio state? You're, you're new media. <laughs> you're, I'm, welcome I'm, to the media. I'm, giving, I'm just jibber-jabbing. I'm giving you guys some... I'm just giving you guys some uh, jibber-jabber. You're going to be loving Bruce Springsteen before you know yeah, it. 100%. No doubt. Marriott no doubt. points. It's yep. all going to, that's yeah. your whole life. You're now a media member, AJ. Sorry. Just insecure. Let you know. Yeah. Just don't know who your friends are. Holding that's grudges great. for Holding 30 grudges years for, yeah. against guys in sports. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I hope, well, I hope I can get a vote for certain uh, Hall of Fames and stuff. And then I'll be like, I'm media. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's kind of like when you know you made yeah. it. We don't have those either. No, though, we don't so. have them either. All right. I want to start, uh, <laughs> start out talking about pitch tipping. And what you yeah. saw last night, because obviously it was the yeah. big discussion, the the whispers from Bryce Harper, Harper to Alec Bohm, what he might have seen, right. what he might have said. And then we saw a million videos of Lance McCullers Jr. Is his leg kick? Is it something that he's given away or not? What was your take on everything from game three last night? Well, I mean, if, if first off, pitchers tip if you got to find it. Um, but it, it's ultimately is just patterns, really, because what they said it was a stat he threw one fastball to a left-handed hitter in like the in like the last i guess 20 at bats against a left-handed hitter yep that's insane especially mccullers who has a two-seamer that runs across the board um but like harper sat on the first pitch and smoltz called it he said if he changed the slider first pitch it's gonna be a loud noise bam and it's like you know look at he does he throws more fastballs to righties um i don't know what he told him but i could have been like look at Get, hit the fastball, leave the slider alone. If it starts in swing, because you know that's the only pitch that's really going to be a strike. Um, but again, pitchers do tip all the time. It's just a matter of how good and how much you pay attention. And you know, in the World Series, especially when you get into the playoffs, um, everything is magnified, and they're paying attention a lot more on the videos and them iPads, and they're looking at every single thing. And I'm sure McCullers is going to go back and say, look at, and look over everything, and say. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, but something got to change. And but he summed it up the best. He said he got he got torn up. Yeah, I mean, butt whooped. He said at the end, at the end of the, yeah at the end of the day, what are you gonna what are you gonna say? Because it did, and it was loud in that place. Ooh, it was loud. They looked awesome. I uh, they there was a little thing I saw on Twitter last night. Eddie or uh, not Eddie Ortega, uh, Eduardo Perez talking about when he used to face Randy Johnson, and he said, just so you guys know. Randy Johnson tipped his pitches his entire career. This is, was his fastball was his glove was straight up. When he threw his slider, his glove was wide open. Everybody knew it. 
didn't matter. It was Randy Johnson. You still couldn't, couldn't hit, it. hit it. You saw, oh, right. here comes the heater. <laughs> He'd blow mm-hmm. 99 past you. So tipping isn't all what it's cracked up to be. Is that what I'm being led to believe, Adam, that just because a pitcher no, hell tipping, no. right? Hell no. No, 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 no. If you can get any sort of advantage, because this is, again, this is one of the very, very few sports that really matter. I mean, cricket and all the other sports that have – the defense with the ball. So in basketball, the offense always knows what to do. In football, the receiver always knows routes to run. In baseball, the hitter has no idea what's coming. If he can get any sort of, of glitch, a twist, a, uh, advantage, hell yeah, it helps out. Any sort of it. Now, again, I've sat on slider because I knew it was coming sometimes and some bitch bounced 20 feet in front of the plate and I swung at it because <laughs> I was sitting on it. Or, you know what I mean? So, but you have hitters like Harper who can center cut it and be like, okay, let me get something up. And, you know, I mean, these hitters are just so, so talented. But if you get any sort of advantage, oh my goodness, it, it goes a mile because, like, you don't know what's coming. You can have an idea. You can know it's 3 1. Oh, I should get a fastball. But in today's climate, it's a 90% chance you're not. So, but if you can know that, like, look, I'm going to get it. If you see hitters, you watch a lot of games. Manny swings at a lot of 3-1 sliders and be launching them because he knows he's not going to get a 3-1 heater. You know what I mean? Yep. He can sit, he can, he can like, look, I know I'm not going to get a 3-1. Even if it's 99, they're not going to throw it. So let me just get a slider and mash it. So it's like it, it, the game has changed, but if you can get any sort of edge, man. Can that edge sometimes just be psychological as well? I mean, can the whispering – you know, get into the get into the head of Lance McCullers, and now they start overthinking things a little bit and worrying about it. Can that have an effect on the game? Oh, big time! And especially in crunch time, it's the World Series. There's nothing more. So I'm sure he's uh, probably in his hotel room right now, going over all his his wind ups. Like, man, was I doing this? Was I doing that? Because you know, he, he got hit around, especially how he's been throwing the ball really, really well. So. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's going back to the drawing board, and the Phillies are have, have to move on and worry about um, Christian Javier tonight. Talking to our pal Adam Jones here on Ben and Woods this morning. It has been I, – I picked the Phillies early uh, because I, I love how they're put together. The Astros, man, I they're great, and I'm not counting them out by any stretch, man. Where do you stand right now? I think I saw the stat. If you win game three, you got a 69% chance of winning the World Series, which, hey, that's pretty good, but that ain't 100. So you still got to go out and get the outs and, and play the games. But this momentum thing, is it feels pretty real with Philly right now. Well, that's a good percentage number to start off with. Absolutely. Um, it's fantastic. So, <laughs> Very nice. So, but, uh, <laughs> but um, no, nah, I mean, I'm telling you, I was in Philly for the series. And they when they got game one in both series, I mean, San Diego, and I was like, damn. It's going to be this. This is different. You know what I mean? And yep. people explain it to me. And, you know, I've been to Philly, but I haven't been to Philly in this environment. And again, it's the, it's different. And you think like you think opposing fans like hate you like they hate you. Like they want you dead there. Like they're not. They don't. Mess yeah, because yeah. like and I get like Boston, New York, I get their fans like they're hate you. But there's a lot of transplants that have moved to those cities now that have adapted. Boston and you know because they went to college there met a girl you know what I mean in, in these cities sure. so they've adapted Philly's not getting all that kind of uh, love they, they, there's a few great schools there but the people leave so the Philly people are like they hate you and they let it known like every single player they booed Dusty Baker so loud man I was I was I was sad about that that's Dusty Baker man that, that's Dusty they give no f's about who you are you're visiting you're the enemy who you are 
And I think that uh, it, may, it might not. If they win tonight, it ain't making it back to Houston. I don't care if Verlander on the mound or not. You can throw Verlander and you can call Garrett Cole back. It ain't going to work. Adam, what's going on for the rest of baseball? The 28 teams that didn't make the World Series, the players that are heading into the offseason, what would you do yep. at, at this point I in the like year? That. Is it is it shut down for a while? Is it is it business <laughs> stuff? How how do you spend those first couple of weeks after your season's over and done for? Have you seen my have you seen the different locations that I've called you from? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. Travel that, season. Exactly. It's like, it's like the whole thing is like, you know, hey, well, they're in Cancun. Well, they're in Cancun, and that's the obviously the easy place to go to. But it's true, vacation. You go. You once you lose, you out of it. And depending on the team, there's sometimes where July it was like, hey, look at like let's plan the most epic trip since we got a couple months. We can get a better deal opposed to last minute planning a trip with last minute because you're mad, but you're still going. You know what I mean? There's two different, <laughs> there's two different aspects. So, like the Africa trip that we planned. Yeah, we planned it ahead of time because we knew uh, we were going to get our butts kicked. <laughs> but but we go to the Caribbean or something. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's go tonight. How long? Let's get it out. Let's just go. How long after the season for you and and guys you knew mm-hmm. and guys you worked out with? Yeah. When was that first time you're like, right, I got to get my ass out to the garage, grab my mitt, get out, have a you know, start throwing a little bit, lifting weights, right. all that stuff. What what was kind of your order? Was it get in shape, then hit, then throw? How'd it go? Yeah, my timeline was was always pretty much the same. And it was, you know, I, obviously, if I'm playing in October, I'm playing. But um, really, I gave myself to after Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, that was my favorite holiday. I just wanted to, that was just wanted to be just fat on that day and be like, look, it, I'm disgusting. Look at myself. It's time to go. And then I just I would hit the gym hard all December and January and slowly pick up in January um, my throwing program and my hitting program because – I had the cachet of going to spring training and not going on no road games. And so I had so much time to work on my swing, get my arm back in shape, get my legs in more shape, do more running. But the off season part for me personally, I worked on my body and my legs um, in San Diego and, and uh, with the, actually with San Diego state a lot. And then when I transferred that to our spring training, I was able to get more and more reps of uh, throwing and hitting because I built up the strength and then I would, you know, maintain throughout the year. And, you know, it worked out for me because I was out there playing center all them years and didn't uh, avoided that DL. What about guys who are free agents? How much does that kind of mess with things knowing? Yeah. Do you talk to your agent like every day and, and what's that process like? And did you, how many times did you really go through that in your career? I was only a free agent once, and it was like the worst time to be a free agent for me. Like, damn, 33 coming off. I played 150 games and hit 280. People are like, yeah, you got a lot of tread on them tires. I'm like, well, yeah, because you said play every day. But, you know, damn. They say play every day, and I did it, and they're like, well, you play Not like much. that, though. That don't make no damn sense. Um, but, no, I think I think these guys are creature of habits. Um, obviously, they, they may cut certain things short because, you know, they don't know where – they, they're going to be so they might uh you know maybe micromanage a little things but i think that guys are still going to go on vacations and and get some downtime away i mean with with technology you're always a phone call away from your agent um at this point in time there's not really much movement going on because uh they just have to, everybody's just waiting for the conclusion of the world series so i think you know two weeks from now you'll have you'll hear a lot of chatter through the baseball channels of what's going on but i think guys are taking time away from the game mentally especially you know, if they know that they're really not going to return to a place, 
they maybe just be taking some mental time to just get away and understand that change might be coming to them and, um, you know, just trying to just free their mind, but at the same time, keep themselves uh, involved and mentally prepared for what what could happen. You know, Manny said something interesting um, a couple of weeks ago because it was him and Bryce Harper and they both signed at the same time as free agents, but it was really late. Like spring training was already underway Mm -hmm. when both of those guys signed. And Manny said, that's not really good for the game. He knew it wasn't good for him to to go through that whole offseason not knowing where he was going to be, but he said, I don't think it's good for baseball either that we're sitting here waiting until late February, you know, early March to sign the big-time free agents. Do you see that changing at all, though, or is that just the new reality of of big-time free agency? Well, I don't think big-time free agents agents should sit long because, like, like, there's only a few amount of people that can afford you. So, like, come out the woodworks and just say, look, you have interest or you don't. Like, make it simple. You know, like Trey Turner this offseason. Only a few amount of teams can afford him. And the teams that have been whispers, obviously, are, you got Phillies, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, that can afford him. The Yankees, the, uh, the the Red Sox, maybe the Cubs. Everybody else is out the market for him. So, I just think that, like, it's, it, it's, it's pretty simple to me. Like, there's only a few amount of teams that can do it. So, Either do it or don't do it because we know your interest is there. Now I get that the you know the later guys, the, you know, thirty three year olds, thirty four year old pitchers or outfielders, infielders, whatever, they might take a little bit of time because restructuring your roster, the Rule Five draft, certain things like that. But you know, when you're paying someone you know one to five million, you might have decisions to be made for other rosters. But when you're paying somebody fifteen, twenty, thirty, like that's pretty clear cut to me. Like you either want him or you don't. So when those guys sat, and I get it new TV money, all these kind of deals. Like you got to understand where owners ain't stupid. They make moves when it's about money and the money's moving. So, you know, I, I, I like when three guys are gone so that they can go get themselves acclimated and comfortable and they can see and the teams can build pieces around them early opposed to late. We are, uh, we're out of time, Adam. Uh, we just want to say once again, appreciate all the time you spent with us. Safe travels back to Europe and uh, let, please let us know next time you're back in town. We'd love to see you again. It was so fun to catch up with you at Petco. We'll do, brother. Thanks, Adam Always. Jones. Right Thanks, there AJ. on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Major breaking NFL news. Just in right now. We'll let you know what it is at the top of the hour. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 